Welcome back to the Mastering the Conscious Feminine podcast. My name is Katie Williams. Mastering the Conscious Feminine is all about talking about career, relationships, finances, friendships from a place of awareness, intention, and paying attention to the rising divine feminine energy that is currently happening in our society. I was not on here last week because I ended up catching a very bad cold, which I'm going to get into in this episode, but it is because I went through a deep two-week healing process that completely changed my mindset, that completely changed the way my business has been going, and I'm going to share that with you guys. Before we get started, I want to mention, if you hear a beeping noise in the background, it's just because we need to put new batteries in the smoke detector. Apologies if you guys hear that in the episode, but I think the content in this is really going to overpower that because today we are talking about money, healing our money beliefs, healing our money blocks. It's so, so, so powerful. Because all money is, is an exchange of energy. And it's, it's an exchange of our intentions, what we wish to create or, or give to. And let me tell you guys, I grew up very old-fashioned and I had very old-fashioned beliefs. One day when I have children, I want to be able to stay home and be present with them. But I didn't realize how much I was blocking the success of my business by not feeling worthy of any finances coming through. I want to mention that a big part of our purpose on earth is healing the blocks that would either make or break it. So uh, I realized that a huge part of my purpose is actually learning how to be in my divine feminine and to receive money and abundance in a way that I choose, in a way that I choose to work and create and to play. And so I was faced with that healing work of choosing to see myself being worthy of money and to also see myself being worthy of receiving it in the way that I want. A lot of people in our current society are faced with limiting beliefs about money. Unfortunately, we are subconsciously programmed from the time we are young to see ourselves as poor. And the way of the universe is you will get more of what you focus on. If you are continuously paying attention to how much lack you are currently experiencing rather than the amount of abundance you are experiencing, you will continue to attract that more and more into your life. So before I go off on a tangent, because I often do that a lot, I have a lot of information that I channel and that I have coming through, 
and it all just wants to come out at once. But for the sake of listening, I'm obviously going to break down everything. And I hope that this will really, really help you guys, whether you are running a business, whether you are just trying to increase your income, if you want to change the way that you see working, this is for you. We all make money, so let's learn how to do it in the way that we want. So healing our money blocks is much more in-depth than we think. I, when I started my business, I thought to myself, okay, it would be really, really great to create financial abundance from this. It, it would be awesome. But I wasn't yet understanding just how that would come to me. Because the thing is, when we have, when we have a job that we go to and we are guaranteed a paycheck, obviously that is an energetic exchange because we are giving our time and energy to that person, business, corporation, whatever it is, to uh, to produce and to create something beneficial for them and that helps to keep things running. But when you are embodying your purpose, if your if your work is your purpose and a purpose meaning what you came on earth to do, which I have talked about in some previous episodes and that I'll definitely go more in depth into in future episodes, then the way that you feel and see money is going to be so, so, so important. One of the most important things about uh, about attracting money, especially if you are a business or you want to create financial abundance by being in your divine truth and purpose, you have to get clear on how you feel about money. You have to because if you feel that money is bad or evil, then it's not going to want to come into your life. I love to describe thinking about money as its own separate entity. Imagine that money is a person and just start bringing to awareness how you have treated money, what you have said to money, and then see if those things are nice or not nice. If we are telling money you are bad or if we're saying to money like i need you i need you i need you that needing that neediness is going to push them away we can kind of think about it like um almost like an anxious attachment we can we can definitely incorporate um relationship styles and patterns into this idea with money because money reacts the same way it treats us the same way if we say to money I need you I need you and we're feeling anxious about it then it's going to be repelled by us but if we're saying to money I'm so grateful that I have you I'm so grateful that you are in my life then we're going to get more of it a lot of us don't realize just how much financial abundance is around us 
if you are listening to this podcast, then you are obviously listening to it on a phone or computer or tablet or the radio, and that right there is money. For example, if you're listening to this on an iPhone, an iPhone costs, what, $1,000? That is financial abundance right there. You don't have to have cash in your hand to see and appreciate all of the financial abundance that already exists around you. I can look into the room that I am in right now and I can say, wow, I have a water bottle that I paid a couple of dollars for and I appreciate it because it keeps me hydrated. I'm looking at a purse that was $50. I'm looking at a bed that was a few hundred dollars and we can just start to point out all of the things that cost and money that provide so much benefit in our lives that sometimes we may even forget about. And that is a great place to start, just seeing where you already have the financial abundance around you. Second of all, getting clear on how you want to feel when you are in the presence of money. So for example, when I journal or in the past when I was first starting my business and I wanted to say, okay, how do I want to feel when financial abundance comes my way through this business. And my top value in that was freedom. I wanted to feel free. I wanted to feel free in my schedule, in my creation, just free in general. And I noticed that a huge um, feeling that has been a weakness of mine is fear. And fear is the total opposite of freedom. This is where we can start to heal some of our blocks. Is seeing how we want to feel about money. And then noticing if the opposite of that is a weakness or something that that we want to change in our present life. So for example, if you want to feel secure when you have money, then maybe something that really sets you back in your everyday waking life is being anxious because when we're anxious we feel we feel airy or we feel we feel trapped and we we don't feel secure when we feel trapped. That is a complete opposite feeling. So then we can take these two feelings or actually it's most of the time you're going to have more than one feeling that you want to feel when you have money. But just to um, for the sake of this podcast and breaking it down, seeing, OK, I want to feel free when I have money. But right now in my life, I feel a lot of fear. And why? Why do I feel that fear? So then from there, when we look into our weaknesses or our obstacles, we start to trace back memories where the people around us may have felt that in their own life. A lot of, well, actually all of our beliefs form from the time we are very, very young, even though um, we may not realize that children are constantly taking in their environment and what they hear and feel 
they're taking in everything around them. Like, um, we may, we may think it's funny, for example, if an adult says a curse word and then a child hears it and then they say it and we laugh about it because they're so little and have a high-pitched voice and it just sounds hilarious when it comes out of their mouth. They're going to absorb beliefs about money or relationships or whatever it is just as easily and maybe as kids we don't understand some of the bigger words and statements but kids a hundred percent understand feelings they understand feelings they understand how those feelings are affecting somebody and the people around them so start going back to your childhood and seeing if that feeling that is opposite to how you want to feel has connections to when you were growing up and when you're doing this work it's so important to forgive forgiveness does does not make a situation right but it takes your soul and it takes your inner self and it breaks chains it gets rid of feelings and resentment that may be blocking you Forgiving a a money situation, for example, let's say um, I'm going to keep using uh, the feelings that I resonate with um, just to come up with uh, quick little situations to give to you guys. But let's say I want to feel free with money and let's just say in my childhood that someone spent a lot and put our family in a bad position. That's never happened in my life, but it was just something that I channeled. Um, So I would go back to that situation and I would analyze it and break it down and see how I felt in the moment, how those people felt in the moment and say, okay, I understand that this happened. It is not my fault and I choose to forgive this person because I choose to take my life and take my path to another level, into a new level of healing where this situation will no longer hold me back. And that's how I would begin to heal those emotions. Speaking of healing... When I was doing this um, healing a couple of weeks ago, last week, as a result of expressing and release, I ended up manifesting very bad allergies. I never get allergies. I never get a cold. But sometimes if we're not directing the energy that we are expressing, it will choose to manifest in our body. So, for example, if you choose to write a a forgiveness letter, for example, and maybe you're crying as you're thinking about experiences that happened that made you feel fearful or scared or unsure, then we have to uh, set intentions for that energy. We have to uh, set intentions for how we want it to transmute. 
because energy is never created or destroyed. It only changes forms. And what I forgot to do within all my healing was to set that intention and also releasing it through the movement of your body can also be very, very important. I love to dance, but when I'm not in the best mood, I can either I can either dance so much or not want to move at all. But sometimes it's in those movements where I don't want to move at all, where that would actually help me and help to release anything that I was feeling or expressing. I want to uh, tell you guys a huge money belief that I actually had to work through that really helped to quantum leap my business. And it was the fact that how we feel about money is obviously um, taken from how we see situations playing out in our life. And I noticed, or I remembered more so, when uh, when my mom was here, she is no longer here, she has crossed over, but she had things very difficult financially for her, but she never complained about it in front of me or my sister. She always kept a smile on her face, always made sure that we had what we what we needed. I never ever ever heard her complain about money in front of me or my sister. And even though something as innocent as seeing someone remain happy, connecting that with something like money can actually create a pattern where we start to associate a feeling and money together. So what I mean by that is I unconsciously associated not having a lot of money with feeling free and happy. Even though that's not what was going on, our brain simply observes and then takes things. So I didn't realize that I was associating happiness with not having money as opposed to having money because there's always polarities because the people in my family who I've seen who do have money and who can thrive will complain about it more. So then I was associating the feelings of having money with being trapped. And so we can look at these two situations and we can obviously see how the two are opposite, right? We should be feeling happy when we do have the money, not feeling trapped and like we don't know what we're doing. So that's that was actually a really huge realization for me. I was watching a video on YouTube actually um, with this couple and they were talking about money beliefs and they were talking about how their parents and their family approached money and I was just journaling notes and seeing, you know, where where I could work through some things and that came up for me and I didn't realize that I was holding on to that 
for a very, very long time. And I'm so happy that I finally, finally broke through that. I love having my business. However, I am not the type of person to be working 10 hours a day. A lot of us are, we may hear or see or say ourselves um, that we work hard. And we each have our own definitions of working hard. But I encourage you guys to find what that means for you. To me, working 12-hour days and being exhausted and not taking care of myself is not working hard to me. That's depletion. To me, working hard is being able to deliver high-quality content and services from a place of having my cup full from a place of nurture and and healing. That is my definition of working hard. And especially if we if we grew up having it good, for example, and seeing our parents or guardians or family struggle and then they begin to tell us that we need to work hard, that is true. However, we can choose what that means for us. We can choose our own definition for for working hard. I actually noticed that in my business, when I kind of take my foot off the pedal, I begin to receive more abundance. And why is that? That is because when we fuse our intentions with the right feelings, we then have to allow room for it to grow. I want you to think about it like this. I'm a very small person. I'm four foot ten. My my physical body does not take up a lot of space. Um, it's kind of funny because a couple weeks ago, my uncle said to me, he was like, for such a small person, you sure do take up a lot of space. And that's because I love to get into in-depth conversations like this one. But um, where was I? I was somewhere. Okay, I remember. So think about it like this. Let's say you have a small body and uh, you are extending your arms out to give someone a hug. And not like wide open, imagine your arms out like straight forward and your hands are kind of like out to welcome them in. And let's say this person is bigger than you. When that person comes into your frame, they're not going to be able to receive your hug unless you widen your frame, unless you widen your stance, unless you allow them to come in. So then when we're trying to grow a business, increase our income, whatever it is, we can have the right intentions all we want. We can create all the content we want. We can we can contact all the people in the world to try to generate money or leads or whatever you do for for your work or business. But if we can't put that boundary in place, 
then the money will not have anywhere to go. And when that happens, our money will then choose choose a different a different way. How this was affecting me in my life was I would spend so much time planning out content creation, reaching out to people, trying to think how I can generate money. And it wasn't coming through in my business. Instead, my money was choosing the easiest passage, which was financial support from family members. And I always felt very grateful and appreciative of that because they do really help so much. Um, And not just financially, but in all areas of life. So uh, I had to start thinking about how I saw being being a business owner, being a woman who is essentially working, but in my definition of it. And once I started to define that for myself and widen the the amount of possibilities, that is when the money started to pour in. And it's so cool to watch because the greatest thing we can do for our own abundance is to heal, to heal our beliefs, our patterns, our trauma, whatever it is for you. That is where the magic happens when we go in deep. I used to think like I am, I used to see so many posts and videos of people who I look up to and they're like, you know, to allow abundance to come in, you have to do the inner work, you have to, you know, heal your traumas, whatever that is for you. And I used to think to myself, I I would like to do that, but how do I do that? I, I guess I'll just do the best that I can. I mean, I think I'm okay right now, but then when you allow the expression of it, that's when you can start to uncover more and more and more. I always had an issue with not being able to express, especially verbally. Like if I get upset over something, I will not be able to verbalize it unless I... I feel that emotion not so intensely. But pushing through that uncomfortableness and allowing that energy to come out and to be in the open so that way we can take it and make it something that we want, that is where we begin to see the success that we are looking for. I encourage anyone who has a business and is listening to this to really um, to really get close with anyone who may be working for you. Maybe right now you're a one-person show and that's okay, but um, for those of you who do have people who you have hired and who are helping you to run your business, I encourage getting close with them and doing group healing work maybe once a week. 
we tend to separate work life and family life or friendships, but ultimately in a business, in a job, whatever it is, we are working with people. We are interacting and building connections and we may not realize it, but even if someone is putting on a happy face, but truly they're going through something that's not good, we can still feel that. We can still feel that on a very unconscious level. And then we don't realize that we're taking in that person's energy. I remember when I had a little job at the mall when I was in college. It was during Christmas time. It was during um, a Christmas Santa setup thing. And everyone there would talk about, you know, when's work going to be done? I don't want to be here, blah, blah, blah. And we hear that a lot, especially, you know, with the jobs that that people are holding that is not in alignment with them. And it just creates a cycle effect. It decreases the amount of abundance that can come through for people. So if you own a business and if you have a team, start making the time for you guys to get together and to be open and to express and to heal. And you can even show this podcast to them and encourage um, little money workshops if if you feel called for your team to hold a one hour money block release meeting every single week where you all get together and talk about how you grew up seeing money, how you want to feel with money and how you want to work and the energy that you want to deliver to those who you are servicing, that will take things to the next level and you will see incredible growth from doing that. Our relationship with money is important because money is the physical manifestation and representation of an energy exchange. What we put out and what we get back, how we feel, how we see ourselves. Um, Worthiness has a big role in money making because if if we grew up not feeling worthy then we're not going to feel worthy with money so increasing why we are worthy and I believe I said this in one of my episodes but you are worthy just because you are you are a divine creation here on earth you are a soul with beautiful gifts and talents and strengths and maybe You are on a journey to living your purpose and maybe you don't know what that is yet, but everybody has it. Everyone has it. And all our purpose is, is a combination of gifts, talents, skills, and feelings that we give to ourselves and others in order to make the earth a thriving and abundant place. But just know that you are already worthy because you are a divine creation here on earth. If you're working through your money blocks, then this is a great statement to just have on your phone or hung up somewhere just to remind you every single day. And then you can start connecting that with your new money beliefs. Maybe you want a new money belief to be 
money comes to me from embodying my authentic self and maybe you get lost in who who you are and then you remember i am a divine creation here on earth and you affirm that in your mind and then you connect that with your new statements it'll bring forth a lot of feelings of motivation and inspiration and you will see the abundance and success that comes to you from a result of that i want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode this is the longest solo episode i've ever done and i really like doing these long episodes sometimes i think to myself oh, maybe i'll keep it a little bit shorter but there's just so much information that comes through there's a lot of stories to share um and i just want to include anything and everything that will help you guys to live in your highest alignment and abundance. I also really love doing this type of work with people one-on-one in sessions, in mentorship groups, in classes, and it just feels so good to see other people begin to work through old beliefs and old patterns and start moving into this new version of themselves that they absolutely love to embody. So thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode. If you are listening to this on a uh, music streaming or podcast streaming platform, be sure to subscribe. If you are watching this on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to that as well. Thank you guys for all of the support and for listening and sending much love and light to you.